Welcome to the Write for a Reason podcast. My name is Janet Wilson. I'm a publisher of Christian fiction for young people with Dernier Publishing. If you're a Christian and new to writing stories for kids and teens, stay tuned for encouragement, creative writing tips, and actionable strategies you can implement immediately to become a better writer, and also to get your book into readers' hands, because in this episode, we're going to be looking at publishing your book on Kindle with Christopher Benner, author of The Dragons of Adastil. Christopher published this, his first novel on Kindle at a very small cost in July this year. So if you want to get your novel into the world, but are on a limited budget, keep listening for some great tips. So let me first tell you a little bit about Christopher. He is a Christian first and foremost. He lives with his wife, Rachel. They've been married for a year and are expecting their first baby in December. Christopher has a variety of hobbies, including playing the piano, woodworking, cooking, gardening, dancing, and raising chickens. He works for the US Navy, where he is stationed in Georgia. So it's an absolute delight to welcome Christopher onto the podcast today. Welcome, Christopher. Thank you for having me. First of all, congratulations on two counts, a little one to extend your family later this year, and also a new book, both in the same year. That's quite amazing. Yes, thank you. So it sounds like you have a lot of hobbies. How and when did you start writing? So I started writing, like I had done a few little stories like back in school and stuff, uh, but never done really anything with those. Then in January of 2020, I decided I was going to do a kind of a NaNoWriMo kind of deal on my own. So I tried to do 50,000 words in just the month of January. Oh, I wrote wow. A short- that's that's a- quite something, isn't it? And you had you didn't yes. have anybody else to encourage you. You just went ahead and did it. Yes, ma'am. Impressive. Yes. So I did that. And then the book wasn't great. I tried to edit it, but it was just, I needed so much work on it. So so I, I scrapped that one. But then in September of that year, I got an idea for this book, uh, Dragons of Eater still, and started kind of working on it here and there. Uh, but couldn't ever really get myself to go far on it. But then when we got into like late December of 2021, I had maybe 25 30,000 words left and was like or done and I was like now's my opportunity. I told myself I was like I have to do it. I'm going to give myself a deadline um, and then with that I set it. I was like I'm going to do it on July 1st. So then I worked my schedule backwards from there and was able to finish the rest of the book in about 6 months. That is absolutely brilliant. And that is some really important tips before we've even got to the tips folks about persevering with your writing. I tell you what, Christopher, that's very interesting that you wrote a first novel and then you found that it just didn't really work. But in actual fact, that kind of practice, did, do you find that that helped you a lot when you came to write your second novel, which you felt was a lot better? Yes, ma'am. I, I absolutely believe it. It was very helpful because like, I struggled with writing in school. And so having the opportunity to take the time to even write that first novel, even though it wasn't very good. I learned a lot about sentence structure and different punctuations and stuff. So I, I was able to learn from that. And then from that, I was able to go into the second one. 
with a lot more confidence. And- with a lot more confidence, yes. And also the fact that you went on to complete that even when you had some kind of little pauses along the way. You decided, right, 1st of July, I'm going to get it out. You work backwards from there. Now, it would be tempting, wouldn't it, to think after you'd written your first book, oh, that's me, I'm a failure, I can't write, this is rubbish. You got up and you had another go. And I think that is absolutely key. So absolutely brilliant on that front and uh, well done for persevering and getting on. Now, your book is for young adults and also for adults, and it's quite a bit of a, um, a mystery adventure story. So tell us a little bit about it. So the book, The Dragons of Eater, still follows a young girl, Colorella, who has, through a series of events, been forced away from her house and has to go and live at the castle. Uh, while she's there, she realizes that she wants to become a dragon trainer, but that is not a job that is typically allowed for girls. And so even though she wants to, everybody else is saying that she's not allowed to. And then just through a series of events, she starts taking on a little bit more responsibility until all of it's thrown on her when like, everything goes everything goes bad and the dragon trainers have to go out and like, find the dragons that they were missing. She has to stay with all the rest of the ones there. Mm-hmm. And very intriguing indeed. I have read the beginning. I haven't read the end yet. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, we will be putting the link to be able for you to be able to buy Christopher's book in the show notes. So do hop on over if you have young people who enjoy reading about dragons and mysteries and strong girls as well. That's something that we do need for our young people, don't we? So why did you choose Kindle as a platform, Christopher? So I I chose Kindle as a platform just because like, I didn't know that I was limited in my budget. Um, with Kindle, I knew that I could kind of however much I wanted to spend, I could do that. And then it would allow me to get on a platform. It'd give me an opportunity to have the books spread across the world without having to go through like, hiring anybody on that higher end of the budget and then going through like a more traditional publishing route. Sure. Yeah. So that is a massive bonus with Kindle, isn't it? That it is actually completely free to put your book up. Obviously, Amazon, who own Kindle, they take a certain percentage of every book that is sold, but there isn't anything up front, is there? And I guess for um, a young man with a growing family, you did need to stick to a budget. So well done for doing that, getting on and getting it out there. Now, I was going to ask you about your cover when we were talking earlier, and you said that it was part of your your five steps to share with us on how anyone can get their book on Kindle. Uh, One thing is the cover. So do start, Christopher, and let's have a chat about these five steps. So um, I hope everyone listening, you've got pen and paper to hand. If not, put us on pause, run and get pen and paper so that you will know how you can get your book on Kindle at a very small cost. Okay, Christopher, what is point number one? Well, point number one with writing a book is you have to write your story. Um, for me, I just I had to get it all out there really before I did any editing. So like, I wrote like 105, 106,000 words really before I'd done any editing at all. And then just going back through and making pass after pass after pass of editing. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through all of that 
um, because you can't publish a book unless you have something written. So yep. um, you have to, yep. you have to be able to finish is the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to have, uh, have to be really happy with it. And I love the way you said you go over and over and over with the editing, because that is exactly what we need to do, isn't it? And I think some people think that they're not very good writers if they come up with a story and they feel, oh, dear, that's wrong and that's wrong and that's wrong. But it is a long, long process, isn't it? The editing. So, yes, you wrote your story and you edited and edited and edited it until you were happy with it. Brilliant. And then moving on to step number two, uh, I kind of spoke to this a little bit earlier, but I think one of the important things is that you do have to set a deadline. Um, if you're not going through like a publishing company, someone that's going to set that deadline for you, we can fall into this trap of perfectionism of, oh, it's not quite perfect. I could tweak mm-hmm. it a little bit more. <laughs> I could tweak it a little bit more. I could tweak it a little bit more. And you never get any progress made. So just... For me, having that deadline, I was like, all right. And then working it back means I have to have the first draft done by this day. It means I have to ha- yep. have the editing done by this day. It means I have to like, do the recording for the audio book by this day. And so you've so, got it on audio as well as, as well as on Kindle. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, wonderful. So we'll put that in the show notes as well as to where you can download that. So get set yourself a deadline. I do love that because it's so easy, isn't it? Just to carry on and almost to peter out when, when troubles come. If you've got that deadline in your mind, every day you're working towards that gets you, gets you where you need to be. Okay. And then the, the third thing I put was that it is important to get a professional cover. I didn't, I don't have the skills to do a cover. A lot of people don't have the skills to do a cover, but a lot of other people do. And there's, different websites. Like I used Fiverr uh, to get mine done. And Fiverr, that's, use- that's Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So you found somebody on Fiverr.com. This is um, a website uh, full of freelance people. So you found a cover designer. That's very interesting. You used Fiverr. Yes, ma'am. So I, was, I went through there and then I just found someone it kind of looked through and was like, I like that person's style because you can see past work of what they've done. So I found the one I liked. I contacted him and was like, hey, can you give me a cover with these descriptions? And he messaged me back within a couple of hours and we started, we got the process rolling and it took a couple drafts because there were just a few things in tweet, but sure. within, within a week I had a the cover and I really liked it. And it only cost me $75. So $75. I'm going to have to look up how much that is in British, good old British pounds. But I, I guess it must be around 60 pounds. It's not a lot of money, is it? No, ma'am. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it's a very professional looking cover. Hmm. Great. And then, um, so moving on from there, one of the last things I did before I did finally upload it to Kindle is, you have to get all the formatting right. Yeah. This and is again, absolutely that, key, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. And again, that's something that you can do and you can hire out to people. And that's going to change based off of like, how long the book is and what your price is. But yeah. I was just able to go to the kdp.amazon.com and it gave a full list of all the requirements. 
Like, yes. Here's how you format the chapter titles. Here's how you format after chapters and everything. Okay. Um, so let's go through that slowly. So you, um, you wanted to format the book yourself because you felt that that is something that you could do. And do you feel that most people could do that? Yes, ma'am. I absolutely agree that uh, most people could do that. Right. It was just um, like going through and setting full justification. It was going through and at the end of a chapter, hitting a page return instead of just hitting a bunch of enters. Okay. So it was just little things. But on the website, like from Amazon, it just walks you step by step. They walk you just- step by step through it yourself. So anybody can do this, folks. If you do get stuck, you may find that... Uh, you can find a younger person to help you if you're not really technology oriented. But the the website that Christopher mentioned there, that's KDP, that's Kindle Direct Publishing. So it's kdp.amazon.com. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. That's correct. So you can go over there and work through it bit by bit. So there was the justification and did you say the chapter titles, Christopher? Yes, ma'am. The chapter yes. titles ha- uh, had to be a heading one, but it, okay. it like, walked you through, like, here's how you do it in Word, or that was easy enough to find mm-hmm. one, just doing a quick search and how to do that. Great. So you can increase your skills as well in technology if you're not very good in technology. And if you're used to using headings and paragraph settings and that sort of thing, I think it'll be a cinch, don't you? Yes, ma'am. It, it once I found the list of what I needed to do, I would say I had the whole book done in probably under two hours. Wow, there you go, folks. You can do this. You can do this. And even if it takes you double the time, um, how long was your book, uh, Christopher? It was, so the print version was about 400 pages. 400 pages. So it's quite a long book and you managed to do that in a very short space of time. So folks, this is really encouraging, isn't it? I hope this is going to help you to get your book onto Kindle with a very small cost and not too much of a time. Christopher, this is really useful. Okay, I think, is there one more point left? Yes, ma'am. So the last one for um, that I need, need to think about when you're getting onto Kindle is you do need to find your keywords. Like, yes, we're authors. We don't really like thinking about, like, thinking about keywords and all of the technical aspects of things, <laughs> but... By taking those keywords, that is what allows like Amazon to find your book better and recommend it to people who might be interested in similar subjects. And that there's a variety of different free online tools you can use uh, that will look and you can just type in anything you think would possibly be good in it and say, this one will come up with so many searches a month. This one, will, and it'll give you a bunch of other recommendations as well. So you can look and be like, all right, this one has only a thousand searches a month while this other category that would also fit my book has 12,000 searches a month. Okay. So that is a really useful tip. So finding your keywords. Now, when you came to put your book up onto Kindle, uh, there's a space there that you can put in the keywords that you want to use. Yes, ma'am. There, there is the opportunity for seven different keywords. Right. So you've got seven. So you've got to pick them really carefully. And you're allowed 50 characters on each one. So like you might be able to do like a couple of words. So like for my book, you could do like fantasy adventure instead of just adventure, just fantasy. You can do fantasy adventure kind of. Fantasy adventure. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense by the sound of it. 
I think Fantasy Dragons, I typed that one in and it didn't do very well. Right. So people um, weren't looking for Fantasy Dragons. Yeah. So no, for anybody who I, does, who's not sure what keywords are, it is what people will be looking for when they search for your book. So Christopher very sensibly has looked up a website or several websites where he can find out um, how many people are searching for these particular keywords. This is going to help your book to get noticed, to get seen. Amazon will flag it up first if somebody's looking for mystery adventure or adventure with dragons or whatever, whatever it is it's going to be for your book. Um, your book is much more likely to come up the top. Yes. So Christopher, could you give us um, a, a name of one of these websites? I have two of them, actually. Um, oh, thank so you. The, That's brilliant. And they were both free to use. Uh, I think there are paid versions you can do, but the free one works just okay. fine. Okay, right. Okay, thank you. So the first one is keywordtool.io. And so keywordtool.io. Okay, again, we'll put this in the show notes, but I hope you're taking notes at home. And then the second one is Ahrefs, so like Alpha, uh, Hotel, Romeo, Echo, Foxtrot, Sierra, dot com slash Amazon dash keyword dash tool. Right. You're going to have to send me that one because I can't write down yes, that fast. And then I will pop that in the show notes too. That's really helpful. Thank you so much. That's great. That, that was the, I think the main five things I did before like, getting on to Amazon's website. And then from there, you just follow it step by step. You put in the title, you put in, upload your file, and you put in your keywords that you've already searched for and say, here's how much I want to charge for it. And you hit publish. That's absolutely brilliant. So here we go, folks. This is how you get your book on Kindle with some great tips here. So once um, your book was up, Christopher, Tell us about the launch process, because obviously now you've got your book there and you've got your keywords. So if anybody is particularly looking for your book, you know, for young adults or whatever with dragons and adventures and uh, mysteries in it, how did you get people to know that your book was now up there? You know, people that you know. So um, I had done a, quite a bit of work uh, just telling friends around me, telling family and doing some posts probably since all the way back to January doing some posts about it and like all right and the book's coming out July 1st uh, brilliant doing trying to get trying to get some engagement that way and then I sent it to a couple of people who were gonna just go ahead and get me reviews so I could get reviews early fantastic so you sent it to them before you actually launched the book yes ma'am yes brilliant and then so if you go through like, Amazon and you have it in their appropriate price tier, for, which for us is uh, $2.99 to $9.99. It gives you the opportunity to once a quarter to discount your book. Right. And so I did a, um, I did a free launch, basically. So I put everything up on June 29th, I think, is when I had it actually go live because you have to have it a few days before so you can actually do that okay free promo. so they can check it out for you so if you want to launch on the 1st of july you need to have it up a couple of days before so they can check it for you yeah yes yes ma'am so well that and i was wanting to do like a main like free launch and so 
to do that, you have to have it a few days before that as well. Okay. Yeah. So like I had it uploaded maybe June 20th. They gave Amazon a few days to check it. Then it was able to come live and I was able to do what I needed to, to get it to do that free, free launch. Right. So I have a couple of questions here for you that I'm sure everybody must be asking. Why did you want to do a free launch? So I wanted to do a free launch because I knew that I wasn't going to have a super large audience otherwise. But by getting it free, I was able to get it to a lot more people. And then hopefully with that, I was able to get more reviews, which would then later help me on more with that. Right. So this is a an approach for trying to get your book higher up on the algorithm so it gets seen by as many people as possible. So if you can set it up free, you'll get lots of downloads, hopefully lots of reviews, good reviews, and then hopefully you'd be a bestseller. Yes, ma'am. So for the like, the first week, I was in, like number one for the Christian fantasy uh, on the free on the free on the free section so (laughs) not technically a bestseller because it was in the free section but sure but i was like number one uh for several days in a row great so did you felt that really helped you with your sales following on from that yes ma'am i did to date i I checked this morning and i've had over 900 downloads wow 900 downloads so although it might sound counterintuitive to put your book up free for a week you feel that that has been a really good strategy i I absolutely do yeah and then like in about two months because it's been live a month now about two months i should be able to do do it again either free or just discount it to like 99 cents or Okay. Well, there we go. That is absolutely brilliant. Now, is this called something particular? Is there a um, a process uh, that people can go through with this? I, I want to say it's called Kindle Select. Right. Uh, but it, it was just one of the options. If you do that, it does put you in a uh, exclusivity contract with Amazon for oh, 90 days. Right. Okay. So but, you, if but only for 90 days. For 90 days. So you can't sell your ebook anywhere Correct. else apart from Kindle within a certain amount of time of doing this particular deal. But you do get a higher uh, royalties percentage. Uh, you just can't sell the ebook anywhere else. You can still sell any physical copies of the book that okay. you have anywhere yep. else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. 900 in a month. That is just over a month, five weeks. So folks, this is brilliant, isn't it? Um, I hope you've made lots of notes. If you'd like to listen to it again, um, you can go back over and, uh, and check out some more things. I think that's a really interesting point about the cover, having an appealing cover. If you don't have an appealing cover, your book is much more likely to be passed over and then people will move on to the next one and perhaps pick the next one. So uh, I think that was a really good idea, Christopher, to get a really good cover. Let me see. There's so many interesting things uh, for everybody to pick up from this. Do you have any other last tips or tricks for us, Christopher, that you could share to help other people on their writing and publishing journey? I I think just the big one is that you do have to realize that, especially if you're going through Kindle, that you're going to be the main one in charge of doing all the marketing. Like you're not going to have any company behind you or anything. So you just 
you have to be willing to take on that role mm-hmm. as a marketer as well as an author. Yeah, it really is up to you, isn't it? If you're going to do any get anywhere at all, the marketing's yours. Uh, that does bring me on to say that in the for in right for a reason, we do have a brand new book marketing academy, and that is for people who um, want to sell more books, basically. So do hop on over to writeforreason.com and have a look at that with lots of tips and strategies on how you can sell more books because. That's the way forward, isn't it? And every book sold, every book that is even given away going into uh, young people's hands or even older people's hands or read as a family or whatever is uh, spreading good news, isn't it? Which is a wonderful thing. It, right. it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. I know, Christopher, your your heart is for, for Jesus and for sharing the good news. So... Thank you very much for coming on today and giving us so many useful tips on how to get your book on Kindle. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and we wish you all the very best with the the birth of your, your first child. So thank you very much um, also to all of you who are here, who are listening. It's always a privilege to be able to share things with you. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes. Do leave the link on any online writing groups. And if you'd like lots more free writing tips, hop on over to writeforareason.com where you'll find loads more resources, encouragement to help you write excellent, relevant, fun novels and get them into your readers' hands. If you haven't yet done my free course, Gripping Beginnings, you can sign up and start immediately. This will help you grip your readers from the very first page of your story. So don't put it off. Today is a gift to use wisely. Only you can write your book. And if you've been called to write, someone's waiting for it. 